0: Welcome to Become. I'm so happy you're here. I am your cheerleader and guide to become more. More authentic in how you operate your business, career, and life. More hopeful about achieving your goals. More aligned with your gifts and amazing abilities. More freedom filled with happiness and contentment. Your human design chart is beautiful, and that means you are beautiful. Your human design chart has special gifts and that means you have special gifts. Each episode, I share how you can operate to have more authenticity, more hope, more alignment, and more freedom. Let's start becoming more. Hello, welcome everyone to this beautiful podcast that we have coming up. This week, we have Wendy Cat coming on. And she epitomizes being a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss and showing the way for others in her um, abilities, not only personally and professionally. Wendy and I are great friends and we became great friends instantly when we met a couple years um, ago. Wendy is a leadership coach and social media strategist who helps women build their businesses through sharing success strategies and systems. She's a solo mom of two and has successfully built her business while working full-time and raising her kids. She has launched several successful coaching programs and is currently part of the Gold Digger Girl coaching staff. She's also the creator of the Leading the Way, a community where women entrepreneurs come together for support and motivation. She has her BS in um, business and marketing and has over 30 years in corporate retail sales, marketing, training, and mentoring. And from a personal standpoint, she has the the biggest heart. She is always there for people, (laughs) professionally and personally. And I know that our our paths were meant to cross. And I'm so grateful for her and could not imagine a day without her. Thank you, Wendy, for coming on the show today.
1: Oh my gosh, Courtney. Uh, it's my pleasure and thank you for all the
0: kind words. I love you too. Thank you. Uh, I wish this were in person. It would be so so much fun together. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, we like to know all the guests that come on the podcast. So I would love to hear about um, a favorite book or a show that you've been into lately.
1: Oh my goodness. Uh, favorite show. So I'm a little bit of a um, a Netflix girl. So I tend to watch like all the things and I like I like corny things. Like right now I'm watching Roswell.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, you know, like a Riverdale or, you know, a vampire diary, you know, it's that, it's that kind of thing, but that's like my guilty pleasure. I like those kind of fun things, but I also, um, watch the, the British bake-off, the the bake show the, with my daughter. Like mm-hmm. that's one, another one of my favorite, um, things to watch. And then if I do serious stuff, I'm about to get into Handmaid's Tale. So, Okay, I, came out. So I'm, I'm getting ready to watch that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I started watching that. And I'm on the fence, like I love it. And then I want to keep watching. But yeah. I guess it feels that deep, dark need, you know, yeah. but sometimes I just want to laugh, you know. Yes. And so yeah. then I'm like, Oh, but then I'm like, totally into it as well. So I'm trying. it's a love, hate relationship. It's really, really good, though. Like, yeah, it's exceptional. So yeah. And it's weird. Like, yeah, as all
1: can be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I have to have that balance too. And I like yeah. those like mindless ones where, cause you know, those of us that work on social media, unfortunately I'm always like strolling my phone. So like something like that, I don't care if I miss a, you know, a scene or two, you know, I'm like, Oh, I missed it. I can go back. But handmaid's tale. I have to be like ready, you know? Like,
0: yeah. Well, and sometimes <laughs> it's good to be like drenched into it, you know, like, yeah, yeah. it's so good. Now <laughs> you have a favorite place that you've traveled to that you just love going to or you wish you could go to?
1: So, um, I mean, I want to travel more. I haven't really traveled a lot outside of the U.S., um, but honestly, one of my favorite places to go is I live outside of Philadelphia, and going to the Poconos is like a two-hour drive, and we just did a family trip to, and we rented a, a lake house, and that was like my absolute favorite. Like, I loved being on the lake and just being with my family and you know it's just that's my favorite um but I'm sure there's many other places out there that I haven't visited yet but I'll like oh I want to go back here you know
0: oh that I love the, there's something about water that is so mm-hmm. it rejuvenating and inspiring and just like relaxing I could yeah. just sit and watch water and just be okay mm-hmm. with life just Same. enjoying it
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, that sounds amazing. I need to. The back, East Coast is so beautiful, you know, like there's just so many beautiful places that it's untapped, wow. I feel like, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I am so excited to get into your chart and to share the gifts that you were born with. What I love about human design is it's kind of like this we can kind of think about it like this energetic personality test. Okay. but because it's only based on our date of birth there's no adaptation to it so you know and other um and i love all the other testing things to find out mm-hmm. about us and what's inside and they have really great things to share um one thing i've always thought about while i was taking these tests or getting the results back and um, what our minds tend to do is like well maybe i outthought that question you know Or maybe I was hungry and had an off day. So this strength or this like outlook on life, I really Uh don't have because, you know, or I was out thinking the test or, you know, whatever. So our minds tend to create loopholes for our strengths, right? They try to undercut strengths because our mind's trying to keep us safe, you know, and trying to keep us in a pocket of things. Whereas as driven women, we're going to want to take our lives professionally and personally to the next level. And that is always um, some resistance against our mind. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that I'm really good at um, as a projector, and that's one of the five energy types of human design and you're a generator, which is another type. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a projector, I can really see other people's gifts and I can really coach and mentor and guide them to see like um, what's this next step that you can take with this gift or even being aware of that gift and allowing that gift to have action within our lives and on our businesses. So now there's layers to learning about human design. I don't know. I don't know if I sent, cause I, yeah, you've seen your chart. Yes. There's a lot there, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Don't understand it, but yes, there's a lot
0: there. <laughs> there's a lot there. Right. And, um, the thing there's, three really important parts of our chart that we want to learn about the most and stick within and kind of guide through. And that is your type, your profile, and your inner authority. So your type is like how um, you show up in the world. Think about it kind of like a foundation of a house, right? If the foundation is um, built professionally and well, like it's going to withstand, you know, um, different storms and different things going on and it's going to have the ability to have um, strong walls to um function well and then to add the beautification of it beyond that as well so your type is um where we really want to stay first and so i want to teach you about that and and um get your experience with your type as well so mm-hmm. you're a generator and um, a generator you mm-hmm. have this go 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 energy it's just within you it's so special what you can get done every day, every week, every month, and every year. You have the gift also to believe in other people as they're accomplishing tough goals as well. So you can impart this um, energy to not only you complete the tough goal, but cheer on your team as you complete these goals together. Um, Your signature, which is kind of this feeling of alignment. So think about like when a car is aligned, it goes down the freeway really nicely. It's not like veering off or struggling. Your signature is satisfaction. So feeling satisfied with life, feeling like business is um, going well or things are going well. So really cultivating um, that feeling within your life and knowing that when you have that, you're in alignment, you're in the right spot. It's like, this is a sign like, yes, you're headed in the right direction. Now your abundance energy will increase when you are more satisfied with what you get done, right? You have very high expectations of all the 5 million things you can get done in an hour. (laughs) And and then that can cause um, that unrealistic expectation because of course you can get lots of things done can cause this kind of disconnect. So really looking at, oh, you know, what are my wins for today? You know, having a ritual of, Wow, look at what I did get done, you know, um, and and seeing and that will increase your energy and give you that abundant energy back towards you as well. Um, now, with um, your ability to, to get all these things done, right? To um, look at the special nature of that, because that's the one thing as a projector, I do not have. I do not have the ability to get five hundred million things done in an hour. <laughs> It takes me a little longer, but I have a special way of doing things too. But, um, but do you have a practice of acknowledging your wins of like acknowledging your progress or, or, um, a practice that you share with your coaching clients?
1: Um, I don't think I have a particular process or system necessarily. I'm a big list maker. So I get a lot of satisfaction of like crossing things off and then rewriting my to-do lists um, and these are like daily lists, monthly lists, you're like I have lists for everything. So I think I get a lot of satisfaction and clarity through crossing off and rewriting lists. Um, so that is, you know, for myself. Um, when it comes to my clients, um again, I think it's very important to set clear goals and to um have endpoints and to be able to reflect i'm very big on like um i love the end of the month um i'm really big on like reflecting on like what your month was like you know the good the bad and the ugly you know mm-hmm. and uh, you know so that you can start fresh on the first my second favorite day of the month is the first day of the month so you can take that information and you know give yourself a, a brand new you know set of goals and And to do lists or whatever you need to do. So, I guess that would kind of be a little bit of a system where I take the end of the month and, you know, make sure that we're reflecting, learning, you know, and then moving forward with it.
0: That is, that's really beautiful because it's allowing you to see like all the areas that you hit and allowing you to have time to cheer yourself on. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that we can do. Um, the best is to cheer ourselves on, but it's actually like way down on the totem pole, right? <laughs> especially as a generator, you're cheering other people on. You're like, okay, let's do it. You can do this. You can do that. But to cheer yourself on means everything. And and when you do so, everybody else benefits because you come to this table with this fresh energy and perspective, mm-hmm. and and the positivity to help other people throughout that process as well.
1: That's awesome. That's yeah.
0: great. Okay, now, um, also on your chart is a profile. Now, profile is your personality, and the first number is the way people see you, and the second number is the way, uh, wait, first number is the way you see yourself. The second number is the way others see you. And so oftentimes we have kind of this blind spot for how do we show up, or how do others see us? You know, and a lot of times in the coaching world too, we'll say, hey, go out and get some uh, opinions of your. You know, closest business besties and yeah. see what they say about you, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is a way to tap into this. Now you are a three-five. Mm-hmm. And so a three is the experimenter. And this is you like to experience many things and see what works best and what doesn't. You jump into life with both feet. You are very magnetic and you love people. And you have this um embrace uh in you embrace others. Mm-hmm. Um, in this community feel. Um, And you also embrace kind of the learning curve of of business, right? And you're not afraid to be like, let's try this and see if this works, you know. It also is looking at that learning experiences are just that. There's no failure in your language. They're just learning experiences now the five is the liberator and this is you have this save the day energy you love helping others and you have this natural likability to you now when this three and this five come together they form this kind of conglomerate and they um you're a subject matter expert on life you frame life's lessons with gratitude and wisdom um, and you take uncomfortable situations and navigate them with a fresh approach You're designed to lead others to change, and people see you as wise, even though you think, Well, I'm just kind of figuring this out, (laughs) you know, that type of thing. So, Mm -hmm. um, now I saw you smiling and laughing throughout this. Um, so Mm -hmm. tell me what were your thoughts on this and how this resonates with you.
1: Um, I mean, I think it's on point. I mean, some of it's like, Oh, okay. Um, you know, how others may perceive me compared to how I perceive myself. Um, I do feel that. It took me a long time to get to a place um, of like embracing, we'll say failure. Um, and I tell this story all the time that honestly, it was like not until I turned 40 that I kind of drew a line in the sand and I'm like, obviously what you're doing isn't working and it's time to, you know, change the way we do things. And a big part of my life was I was always afraid of failing. So I, I stayed safe. You know, I didn't, I only did things that I was naturally good at. Um, I didn't push myself outside my comfort zones. Um, You know, I just kind of just stayed on the, on the safe path. Um, But, you know, it all came to a head and I was like, oh, well, this is not working. So, but it literally took me till I turned 40 um, where I had some big life events of like going through my divorce and, and all of that. So, which I look back now and I'm like, thank God that happened because I got to find the real me, you know, and not just walk through life the way I thought I was supposed to, I, now I realize like life is, is you're supposed to fail. You're supposed to, these lessons, that's how you learn and that's how you grow. And and that's what we're here for is to figure it all out. And the only way you can do that is if you jump in and figure it out. <laughs> and, uh, it's okay to fail because failing means you're learning. And that's the best way to get stronger and, um, to grow and to, um open new doors that you didn't even know existed. So, yes. I just so find it interesting.
0: Yeah, and I find that interesting because I have a three, I'm a six three. So mm-hmm. I have this three component where I like to just kind of jump in and experiment and and see what works. But I came from that same perspective as I was so scared to try things. Mm -hmm. that, um, I just felt it was safer just to keep to the safe stuff. And I still find myself doing that too. And again, Mm -hmm. you know, um, life in business is a practice, right? We're always developing and, and that's why I love human design. It's like, you know what, um, we can use these tools in order to be a little more, um, authentic and also intentional about our life. But I used to always think like, well, if I fail, then I am not good, you know, that I am not, you know, Mm -hmm. or whatever like that. So I feel like this thread of failure runs through business. So oftentimes Mm -hmm. that keeps people stuck. What do you say to your coaching clients or or to yourself to help them say, Hey, it's okay. Really? You know, you got this.
1: Um, I think I tell my story a lot on how, like, that's how we learn is by failing. Like you just need to be okay with, you really, I mean, that's just what it comes out. You have to just be okay with failing and, and not attach it to your worth and realize, you know, like failing is actually a good thing, not a bad thing. Um, I remember when I was first going through that process of like coming to terms with that. um, And I found this graphic, on Pinterest, I think it was. And it was like pictures of all these people that failed like a ridiculous amount of times that are famous. You know, it was like Michael Jordan, Oprah, you know, like all these people that are like, you know, beyond famous, right. Failed a ridiculous amount of times. And it, and it seemed the correlation was the more they failed, the bigger, the star they became, the, the more famous they became. And I just started seeing this pattern and I'm like, well, I got a lot of failing to do. Like if I want to, If I want to grow and learn and and be the best version of myself and find the gifts that I was given, I have to, how are you going to do that unless you start dipping into different areas? So I think, I think people need to just, unfortunately, they just really need to have a hard conversation with themselves and, and, and tell themselves, this is not a connection to my value or my worth. This is a part of the learning process. It's normal. You know? And we all go through it. And I know like how you were saying when you were younger, um, maybe you stayed on the safe path and didn't, you know, and I did the same thing. And I think a lot of it was out of fear of like feeling like I should be further along Mm -hmm. than I was. Like I should know these things. I see other people my age or, or a little bit older and then they're so much further along than I am. And I'd be like, what am, why don't I know what they know? You know? Um, And I think that also, is why now I'm so passionate about helping others because I never felt like I had someone to help me. So I'm always like, I want to help them with the shortcuts or the, you know, or like, you know, the, the puzzle, like, let me help you get there. So you're not struggling, but you still need to make some mistakes and fail and, and all those things. But having a mentor or a coach or someone to help you through will make that process much more pleasurable and quicker you'll get to your, you know, to where you want to be much quicker.
0: Yes. And that's probably the X factor and, um, you know, learning and trying is just to have that support system built around you. That's like, Hey, you're normal. You got this, you know, um, we see great things coming from you and that makes all the difference with mm-hmm. that I yeah and again yeah like we I love what you said we have a lot of failing to do you know like yeah. we always think of we have a lot of success to hit we have a lot of success you know but be there's a lot of failing to do and failure that word has a lot of um negative connotation and I think we just need to re um frame that in our minds mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is the factor that creates the magic behind the process
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: on your chart is your emotional inner authority. And inner authority is like a guide in a GPS. It helps us to make good decisions. Mm-hmm. It helps us to, um, make decisions our way. Right. And there's different, each design type has different emotional authorities. And so generators can have different authorities, but your inner authority is emotional. Oh. And emotional <laughs> is Picture it like the waves, the ocean, right? The waves of the ocean have highs, they have lows. There's also the stillness. And so oftentimes we're pressured to make decisions right away, but for an emotional inner authority, you don't want to make a decision when you're feeling too high or when you're feeling too low, you want to wait for that stillness. Mm -hmm. So you want to wait till you feel kind of content with that decision. And you might not feel like a hundred percent, like, yes, let's do this. You know, Mm -hmm. unless you're in a higher or low, it might be closer to like a 60 to 80%. Yeah. I think this is right. You know, that type Mm -hmm. of feel, And that will guide you through this, um, through making those decisions that really align with you and the direction that your business and your life and career are taking. Now, uh, we go back to this thought that, um, well, we should be able to make decisions right away, you know, like, uh, people that are good in business make decisions really quickly. They're very, um, here we go. This is what we're doing, you know, type of thing. Mm -hmm. So do you, have you felt during your career or or in your life, this pressure to make decisions right away? Um, or have you been able to look at this kind of calm and say, okay, this is when I, this is the decision that I'm going to make because I feel kind of content or calm about it.
1: Mm-hmm. So I think that there's different levels of, of decisions. So there are some types of decisions you do need to make quickly and, you know, efficiently. And I feel like I can do that if, depending on what, what it is and, and, um, how it is going to affect whatever, you know, whatever yeah, the
0: range and the scope.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but like bigger decisions, decisions, maybe about my business or big life changes, things like that. I have noticed over time that, um, when I force myself to make a decision when I'm not ready or maybe emotionally not ready, it just becomes this horrible storm <laughs> inside of me. And I just, it, it doesn't sit well. Right. Um, yeah. so I have learned that even though sometimes it can be very frustrating, um, where I feel like, I feel like, um, like stagnant or like stop, like no direction. Right. Sometimes you're like, you wake up in the morning and you're like, what am I doing? Right. You're like, <laughs> what did I just do for the last two years or what, you know, like, what am I doing? How am I moving forward? Cause you're maybe, you know, whatever you're at a crossroads or or you're ready for that next step in your business, but you're just not sure what direction that is. Um, I have learned to like really try and be patient with myself until I get to a point, like what you're saying, It that that makes a lot of sense where I'm feeling better because otherwise what happens is if I force it, it makes me um almost sad or depressed, like i'm not necessarily depression but like like sad frustration um yeah. trying to force something to happen so now i just kind of like just i just kind of let it sit there and then you know usually it's the next day everything's like all right like i'm ready to go i have an idea or like whatever like sometimes you just have to give it some time um and not put so much pressure on yourself um and i think i've learned over the years now that I, it's pretty reliable. Like I know if I just let things ride out, I'm going to get to a point where, you know, the idea is going to come or the f- right feeling is going to happen and, you know, whatever it is and, and you know, whatever or it's like, if you pray, if you pray to God, the universe, whatever, if that's, you know, whatever that is for you, you having faith that everything's going to be fine and you just kind of have to ride the wave. Right. Yeah. And, um, and be okay with that. Yeah, I've had days where I'm just like what am I doing and and being frustrated and trying to force something to happen and it just makes it worse. So yes. now I just kind of ride the wave.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, mm-hmm. and as a generator, you have this energy that wants to like make things happen all the mm-hmm. time, right? Mm-hmm. And um I love what you said frustration because frustration is the exact word of your not self theme and a not self theme means it's just a, a warning sign. Hey, you're not living your design or you're not living in alignment with your body, right? Wow. Human design is all about teaching us to listen to our body and mm-hmm. gives us tools to kind of kick out overthinking or conditioning or, or fears that we have. And so when you see that frustration come on, it's like, you know, this is a sign, hey, we need to shift or change something or maybe we said yes to something, but we shouldn't have said yes to, you know, that happens with generators. Yeah. A lot <laughs> yeah. is that, but I uh I love that patience, you know, having patience within the process and allowing things to unfold. Um and it is a process, you know, and sometimes it's gonna take, you know, a few hours or the next day or a week, but it's always coming towards us. And we just have to be ready to respond to that and to listen and to be okay with the process. Because beauty is created in the process. The journey is beautiful. Um, and so much of the journey, we think of just the destination, mm-hmm. but then the journey is really where we make those beautiful changes and direction uh, pivots, but also leads to a destination that we couldn't even have ever thought of, that we wouldn't have never imagined so just being on the path is sometimes enough.
1: Yep, absolutely. I totally agree with that. I can't, I've had so many experiences where I've been on a path with a result, you know, like with a clear de- end and, and knowing where I was going. But along the way, all of a sudden, all these other doors opened up. And I'm like, well, I didn't even know these doors existed, right? So I've learned to, you know, be patient and be open and that it's good to have a goal, but also be open to other opportunities. Um, which is where a lot of the uneasiness comes and making these quick decisions they're like wait, I was on this this path I made this this was my goal but all of a sudden new opportunities and and you have to make these decisions so yes, yeah
0: right uh, also on your chart um you have there's this body graph and on that body graph there's all these centers and these centers mm-hmm. are either colored in white or they're colored in, with the color and these centers hold gifts that we can rely on every single day now when they're colored in that means they're defined and that means that we have these gifts always when they're white they're undefined and it means that we can harness that gift using um you know the community that we surround ourselves with using maybe Um, other people's energy or um, motivation or whatever. We can harness those in different ways. Now you have a lot of energy centers that -hmm. are defined, that are colored in. And uh, at the top, you have the Ajna, which is inspiration. Mm -hmm. Then you have the throat, which is communication and manifestation. You have the G center, which is identity. You have the sacral, which is your energy center. You have the root, which is drive. You also have the solar plexus, which is our emotions. Mm -hmm. Now we think about like um, emotions in business, like, oh, you know, put your emotions to the side, but emotions are what creates change and beauty and connection. So Mm -hmm. it's a wonderful gift to have and to bring forward. You also have the spleen, which is intuition. Now with your intuition, you have this gift of getting intuitive hits. Right, mm-hmm. they're like these things that you get these um hits that maybe don't make sense, but you're like, Well, this I can feel it, you know, mm-hmm. almost being drawn and magnetized toward the very thing that you want, um, that you're responding to or you can respond to. Now, in our um, in business, I think there's this culture of use your head, you know, like be pragmatic and and intuition and emotions, uh, you know, um, that's not um, the way of business, but we know that we're stepping into this age of new business and what new Mm -hmm. business looks like is intuition, emotions, um, and kind of almost sometimes putting logic off to the side, you know? Mm -hmm. So how has your intuition guided you professionally in your journey Mm. or now?
1: Good question. I don't know if I've ever really noticed necessarily. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. You don't think about this stuff until you start talking about it. Right. Um, But again, I think it's, it's about being open and like just listening to, you know, whatever I'm feeling at the moment and, um, being open to whatever kind of pops into my head. I mean, there's things that I never thought I would be doing. And it was, like I said, was not on my, my path or my journey or my goals or my vision board. Like there's things that keep popping up and, um, I'm actually in the, in the process of writing a book and I never, in the, I know, and I never, I'm not a reader myself. Like I'm not a big book person I love books, but the, the thing that I would be writing a book would, is crazy. And I feel very drawn to do it and mm-hmm. it feels so right. Right. So like, I'm like, that's not, I never would have written that out for me to do like on my journey or, or when people ask you know, what do you want to accomplish? That was not on my, my list, you know? but it's popped up. So I'm leaning into it and I'm going to see what happens. So that that's something there. Um, and just like, even like certain events that I, it, it's so weird. Like I know like Facebook, social media, they have like, you know, the little microphones out everywhere and they hear what you're saying, you know what I mean? But sometimes things pop up that I thought about, I'm like, there's no way they're in my head. And like, it reinforces for me that that's the direction I need to go in. You know what I mean? Um, I know it's crazy, but I do notice that type of stuff. That I'll start thinking things, and then things will start popping up to reinforce that yes, that's the direction I should be going in, like little signs and things like that. That's so beautiful. I definitely have leaned into it a little more um, and listened to myself. Mm-hmm. So instead of just you know sticking to the plan, you know, you you can't necessarily do that you have a nice little outline be focused on your goals but be open um, it's really important
0: being open to that yeah and being open to um those signs kind of coming in and i agree And like that all these messages are pointing in the right direction it's just about listening to them you know and really anchoring into them you know like intuition Um, does not lead us to a destination that we're not meant to go. But when we go against it, we're gonna go to a destination that we thought was cool, but it's not gonna turn out the way we think it was. And so, of course, it's not going to be what it is, but it's hard to just listen to that feeling because often we kind of want to have a line item of why this is cool, like pros and cons, you know, and intuition doesn't really have a pro con list that it's sharing with us, you know, it's just like, Hey, go to this direction. And then the more that we do listen, just like any muscle, it grows stronger and stronger. It becomes more a part of us. And Mm -hmm. we just go with the flow more. And that's why that flow is so beautiful because it's really taking us in the direction that we're supposed to go in instead of us thinking well we know the direction but we're going to swim upstream because i think upstream right. is the direction you know and yeah. it's going to cause me more chaos
1: yeah so
0: <laughs> um uh, i wanted to share one more part of your chart okay. and on your chart there are these lines they're almost like pathways or roads and they go from energy centers to other energy centers and sometimes they're called they're well they're called gates if they're halfway across, mm-hmm. uh, like colored in halfway across, or their channels, if they're colored in all the way across from one energy center to the next. Now, you have two that I wanted to um, uh, bring out to you. And this is the channel, one is channel 4323. And this is your ability to ex- explain in a simple, cool headed way. You have unique opinions and insights this gift allows you to see this uh, future snapshot of what can be and then communicate that with other people and share that with others. Now, sometimes people are going to be like, well, that's a little early. Do you know? Like Mm -hmm. almost like um, if Tesla came out in the eighties, we'd be like, that's weird, you know, but we've all been brought to this moment where we are accepting of you know um electronic cars so yeah. that type of thing you have this new movements and, and new truths that you bring to the world this gift of bringing those that inspiration and then sharing that with others um you also have this 5434 channel which is this magnetic charisma you have a nose for failure now this might seem like okay nose for failure but it's this nose for failure but what we know about that is is that it can be the success. What are the elements behind success? And knowing that failure is part of the process, right? And especially that being in your profile, you know about that. You can spot what's coming next. And in the moment, you can have this quick intuitive clarity about what to do and what to um, drive to next. So sometimes um, pre-planning doesn't work. You know, Sometimes it's just going with emotions and in those motions comes this beauty and this gift. Um, now part of this is just releasing and relaxing into it, which can be hard for a generator, you know. Mm-hmm. You're like, if I don't do something all the time, I'm not progressing, you know? Right. But really releasing and relaxing and knowing that the best things are coming towards you. Now that is also hard as a generator to take moments to release and to relax. Um And businesses, you know, we know that business is developed in the action and doing things and that's all right. It's like starting on this journey and going down this path. And I love this phrase, what's meant for me will not miss me, you know, so really embracing that. Now, do you find with those that you coach that there's a struggle to kind of release and relax into it, you know, that there's this, um, like, Oh, you know, I just, I need to be going. I need to be doing so much so that it's, um, I guess, overdriven. Do you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Are you speaking like that? My clients are like that or that I'm like,
0: um, in your coaching clients. Yes.
1: So like, um,
0: yeah. So if they've like, um, I guess what I see, especially with generators and manifesting Mm -hmm. generators and with you having this ability to see the future and to be able to explain this Mm -hmm. like how do you get to this next step so oftentimes people are so um they hold on so tight that they can't see uh that being creative and releasing is so necessary to this whole process
1: yeah that that is that's probably one of my biggest frustrations as a coach is that (laughs) i can see their success i can see what's for them and they are their biggest enemy like by keeping themselves from it um and getting caught up in uh things that don't serve them or I know sometimes like with our programs they're set up in a way where you can check off as you do things which is great because I'm someone who likes lists right however the programs aren't really a checklist. It's not like, okay, I did that and I never have to do it again. Cause to me, that's what a checklist is, right? You check it off done. Don't think that's not what our, that's not how it works. Like you need to continue doing these things. It's, it's something you keep layering on. It doesn't mean you stop doing them. So um, through these processes um, there's a lot of what we're talking about today, like the um, mindset stuff, the emotion, the intuitive, the like being open, um, the failures that people that they have to deal with—all these things that they—that's not part of the the paper part of the program, you know. So they struggle because they're like, "Why I'm not getting anywhere?" Because they're having this like, you know, turmoil in their head and their body, and like, "This is not the direction I'm going." You know, I have a plan. I was like, "Well." Maybe that's not your plan. Maybe it's over here. And if you let it let go, maybe you'll see that, you know? Um, so just helping them be able to be open and, and go with the flow, you know, like kind of go with it and see like where things happen and realize this is going to bring you to your ultimate goal. It might not look the way you thought it was going to look. But it is what you should be doing. And that that is my biggest challenge, <laughs> I think, because yes. I see it so clearly.
0: Yes. Well,
1: it's not something you can force someone else to do. They have to right. be willing to, you know, work with you.
0: <laughs> right. Well, and it's almost like we're in our own way. Mm-hmm. And for you to facilitate moving people out of their own way, because you have all these layer gifts. That's a beautiful coach is to bring these gifts to the table and to share with them. Like, Hey, here's, here's what we're going to do next, you know? Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's just easier for someone else just to say, Hey, okay. You know, this is what mm. I see, And this is what you need to stop. Right. <laughs> you know, type of thing. Yeah. And you do it in such a way that is honoring themselves while also sharing with them a glimpse of what they can be. And that's mm. the beauty of a coach. Mm-hmm. What can you be? And I see that in you. Let me show you. Let's link arms together. Yeah. Um, I would love for you to share with us um, how people can connect with you, um how they can get into your world and be a part of all that you do.
1: Okay. Well, um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Weddy Cat, K K A T spell. Um, I have a community called Leading the Way. So I'd love to see you in there. I also have a website, it's wendycat.com. So there's some free resources on there um, if you're looking for um, a little way to figure out what your purpose is. I have a little free resource on there to it's like I think it's like three or four steps to help you walk through to get a little clarity. It's a nice first step into figuring out what you should be doing. Um, and then I have a couple other fun resources on there. Um and yeah, that's that's pretty much where you can find me. That's where I'm at.
0: <laughs> hey. And we'll drop those all in the show notes so people can grab those as well. Um, Everybody on uh, that is listening to this, make sure you screenshot this, put it in your stories, tag Wendy and I, and we'll shout you out as well. So Wendy, thank you so much for being on today. This has been so phenomenal. I am blown away by all your gifts and your amazing abilities to coach and mentor personally and professionally and for your dear friendship it means everything.
1: Well, I really enjoyed being here. I learned a lot. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you. All right. Y'all let's rise to thrive.
1: Yeah.
0: Thank you for being a part of this episode. I so appreciate you connecting with me. Screenshot this episode and put it up in your stories and make sure you tag Courtney Koenig, and then I can shout you out as well. Please subscribe to get every episode and rate this podcast and write a review. I love hearing from you. Check out the show notes for more ways that we can connect and work together. Let's rise to thrive.